Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. WBAB, Long Island's only classic rock, Roger and JP. It's 722, and we welcome to the show uh, a guest who has gotten some of the most reaction we've ever gotten to when we have said we have a guest coming on, Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers. Oh. Wow. All right. <laughs> You've got it going on. <laughs> we were, we As were, you know. <laughs> we were just talking, you and I. You didn't have radio voice on. The, the, no, uh, we came know. back, and right, right there, boom. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's sexy, right? <laughs> I mean, right there. You got right into it. I love it. <laughs> Well, I'm more quiet when the mic's not on. Yeah. No, no, you know, I just talk. But I, my daughter texted me last night from Baltimore. Okay, to say, tell Joe. <laughs> Like, like that's the kind of stuff we're talking about, you know. She loves you, and she doesn't like comedy shows. But your show stops her when it's on TV, and she comes across it. We have people in the office who come by to say hello. Yeah, who are coming in, and these people have seen many guests come through this radio station. Yeah, they might be a little jaded. My but son, they come in to see you. My kids, my it's kids great. watch it. My wife watches it. My son is. Like you're by far his favorite, but here's the funny part. I go, yeah, Joe Gatto's coming. He's like, he's going to be on your show tomorrow? I go, yeah, you want to come to work with me? Ooh, that's too early. Yeah. <laughs> so he likes you, right, right, but right, not right, that much. Not enough to get yeah, up early. The right level of like, and I appreciate that. <laughs> right, right, I appreciate right. that. <laughs> Good kid. Give him a high five for me. <laughs> and then I have friends I had no idea who have been on all three Impractical Jokers cruises so far and are scheduled to go on the fourth. Yeah, yeah. What is this that oh, you do? Incredible. <laughs> yeah. they, they talk about the comedians that are on. It's like yeah. some ridiculous yeah. list of yeah. comedians that go on this boat with you and you pack the boat yeah. and you're stuck with your fans for the yeah, whole time. Yeah, we call it a, cra- a crazy vacation where <laughs> all access pass to us being on the boat with 2,500 fans. It's Do they all expect you to always be in Impractical Joker well, mode? Well, we, you know what I mean? It's fun because we... In the the first time we did, it, we're like, "What's this going to be like?" And we all decided, like, "All right, let's just get into it. Like, we're gonna throw on, we're gonna right. throw ourselves into it and have fun." And and it is the most insane thing because there's no access to the outside world. No, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like you're, you're on that boat. Like, we that's used it. to take listeners to Vegas, but oh, yeah. we took ten, and you can hide <laughs> in Vegas. Like, Vegas isn't a boat. You're on a, a boat. boat. <laughs> you can't, can't get away. Yeah. So it, it's always fun, but we like curate the boat. So we bring uh, the DJs, the music, the the comedians. We invite comedian oh, friends so whole thing and all yours. that. So it's basically ours and we put together the program. We By really curious, do you mean it. you rent the cruise ship? We, we do, yeah. We put Holy down the deposit crap. on my credit card. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, it's totally, you know, it's a, it's a partnership we've had a good time doing. That's and, great. And it, people show up for it. And you guys, just, what do you win? This is like, you, you got eight years under your belt, nine years? Yeah, we just announced, they just announced season nine. We're in season eight right now. You yeah. guys, I don't understand how True TV has got the money to keep you guys there. Because it's got to, you it's guys. It's basic cable. Let's calm down. Bro, I drove not, myself here. <laughs> well, that, well, but, right, but that's what I'm saying. In my least Audi. But, but, <laughs> Right. Sorry, you don't even have people with you. What I'm saying is, is like they said it was too early. The show got the show got so big, and at some point, you would think that the networks, which would be the worst thing that would happen to you guys, because the networks would water it down and everything else. Yeah, but. You would, you guys must walk around those true TV <laughs> swinging a pretty big D around. You know what I'm saying? Because you pretty guys, confident, yeah. you guys are like what uh, to true TV, like what Guy Fieri is with his diners, drive-ins, and knives. Yeah, yeah. it's always on Food Network. Yeah, yeah. You guys are 
always on True We're TV. We're the property brothers of True TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice but, thing to be. Yeah, but we, uh, you know, it really is a true partnership. When we first started, we, we put together, you know, put together a sizzle reel. That's how it works. And you show people your show and what sure. you think it is. So eight years ago, we go into True TV and we got in a little bit of a bidding war between MTV and True TV. They both wanted the show. Oh, that's And crazy. True TV made us a promise. He said, look, we'll put, make you guys the face of this network. We love the show. This is going to be an unbelievable success. Let's do it. MTV said, we love the show. It's great. We want to recast it. And do uh, make it a strip show. They're like, but you know, we'll pay you and you know all that. What and we were like, and we said, your nah, ego's we don't want, got want the to be us because yeah, your yeah. ego's got the best. And you're like, I want this face <laughs> on television. No, nobody wants this face on television. <laughs> it was more of like, you know, you're in charge of your own comedy. So yeah. if you put your own name on it, so we were like, you right. know what, we want to give this a go. We think it's something fun, mm-hmm. and we. And everybody who's tried to do like a knockoff of it or a spin or whatever, or right. just a different version, it just doesn't work because it's us. Right. And the show is more about friendship than anything. It's a hidden camera comedy show where you get to hang out with us and be friends. That's why people feel this way about us. That's why people are like, wow, you know, people come sense. up to me and be like, oh my God, you're not as fat as you look on television. How are you? And give me a hug. And it's like, okay, like if you see somebody else, like you don't, other people don't have the relationship with those, their fans and we wouldn't have it any other way. That's what, we're us on that show. Mm. We're not a character, so... So when someone calls you fat, you don't react like Chris Cuomo from CNN? No, no. I, down the stairs? I embrace them. I embrace them. In a, in a fat, loving, sweaty hug. But what if they called you Fredo? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a different story. And we can't talk about that on air. <laughs> ah, I see. Yeah, man. You guys, did, are you guys comics? Did you start yeah. out as comics? Yeah, we started. We have a we have a comedy troupe called the Tenderloins that we started in '99. Okay, uh, we started with doing uh, improv comedy shows right. after college. We oh, we met in high school freshman year. We know each other thirty years. Did you guys point. ever do individual stand up though and go out on stage by yourself, or did no. you always do it? In a we troupe? always did it. Uh, the, we always did it with us. The, the four yeah. of us started, and then when we went to college, we I moved to LA for a little while, so I did improv with other people, whatever. But we never like formed other groups or did anything. And then we uh, when we came back from college, we decided to like, hey, let's give this comedy thing a go. And we had a lot of fun just doing improv and stuff. And then the internet happened, mm-hmm. and we were there for it. And uh, we got huge on MySpace. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. MySpace. Uh, we got big on MySpace because the comedy editor became a fan of our sketches, and we were just putting our sketches up. And then after that, they that's had, how you built it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It was it was that's a nice. Amazing. Slow, it was a nice slow burn, a good 16-year overnight success story. And then after that, there was this, uh, there was a show run by, uh, it was NBC, it was called uh, It's Your Show. It was the thing when sketch comedy was getting big on the internet, right. and TVs didn't know how to make money off it, so they figured out a way to do it. So it was a pilot of a show, basically like America's Funniest Home Videos, where mm-hmm. they had sketch comics make comedy and then showed them inside of like a studio and the studio was hosted by Carson Daly and he would throw these clips so they give you like a, a topic and you'd have to make a right, video on it right. and then you could win a thousand bucks if you won and we had this huge mailing list from all our shows we did so we basically just were crushing every week and then finally they said hey for the pilot we're gonna give three groups a chance to win a hundred thousand dollars so it was between three of us, and we actually won that $100,000, but the pilot didn't make it to air. Oh. It was a failed pilot, so we basically won 100000 and they had to pay us. So we won $100,000 on, like, a failed pilot. A failed pilot. <laughs> and then it was, like, over. I'm like, okay, so this didn't work. But the people that produced that saw us and said, you guys are your own show. You're, because we had a really weird story at that point, because we were all doing comedy on the side and had real jobs. So I was working in baby, in this, in, I was a salesman in the baby store industry, high-end high nice. baby store. Yeah, I worked for Giggle for eight years. This, <laughs> Oh, high end baby comments on like high end strolls. I knew so much about baby stuff Walk that was no baby reason. Shark, do, 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 I was, yeah, it was way more with baby shark kids, but yeah, you know, that was, I knew all, I knew all the hits, I knew all the bangers. And then, uh, you know, uh, Q was a fireman on Staten Island. Sal owned a uh, bar and music venue, and Murray was uh, chronically unemployed. Right. So he, he was just a t- uh, he was a professional temp. So he's gained the most. Yeah. So uh, so we all just like 
did our did our thing, and then at night we did our comedy. We just you know kept at it because we loved it, and loved making each other laugh and hanging out. So those guys are like, hey, let's make a pilot. We sold the pilot to Spike TV. That failed, didn't go. We did an independent pilot, got some attraction to Fox, that didn't go. And then we were done. We were like, all right, let's give it one more shot, but what do we want to do? And this is when prank shows were getting hot. And right. we are like, what's our version of that? And we're like, we don't want to make people feel bad, because I hate everything about prank shows, your classic ones. We're like, you always feel bad that this person's getting got. We're like, what can we do? It's like, well, why don't we just get each other? Why don't we make each other laugh? Because we would always just embarrass each other. This embarrassment comedy is always how we make each other laugh. Right. So I was like, why don't we just do that? So we just came up with practical jokers and it off, and, right and that's there. it. Yeah, it was like lightning the in a bottle. That was huge. Yeah. What did you think of whose line is it anyway? Was that the same time you guys yeah. were doing what you were doing? That's part of the yeah. What you were talking about the mania with the uh, yeah. Well, they, 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 that's the only, in my opinion, the only other one that yeah. Ours is like an undercover improv show. Right. It's like an undercover, right. like because right. like somebody will walk. You'll have an idea like this is what we're gonna do here. Then somebody walks in with this big stupid hat, and you're like, you got to put that hat on. <laughs> you know, like those things that can kind of happen. You know. Right. So it's like you kind of shoot from the hip a lot, but they basically front-centered improv and had great improvisers. Right. Like, there's no other show that could touch it as far as... Are, your, are your parents still around? No, my parents are dead. Thanks for bringing it up. Well, I... <laughs> Listen, so is mine. I get it. No, that's a joke that I always do with everybody. It's great. Well, I'm, just, I'm just curious because when you when this is your idea for yeah. fame, yeah. you know, your family is like, oh, God, I wish you'd go into the uh, union. You know, because when well, I, was, I was an accountant. Okay. I, was, I had an accounting degree. Uh, and, uh, that's what my parents are like, oh, great. He's going to be an accountant. I'm like, I'm not going to be an accountant. Mom was like, I'm way too much personality. But my mom was around for, my father passed away when I was young, but my mom uh, was around and she was around for the premiere, actually. Okay. And she's Staten Island, like a firecracker, little right. Italian, you know, white yeah. hair. Like, yeah. awesome. where she walked in, loudest lady in the room. Everybody loved her, but she was like a peacock. Like, she'd walk in, she's like, you know, true TV. <laughs> my son's on true TV, like one of those. Right. So she was around for the first uh, for the first premiere, which was, which was great that she got to be part of that ride. But it's funny because I'm always like, she would be a monster if I was around. Now. Like, yeah. My son is world famous. Bring She'd me a, a latte. Mom, yeah. <laughs> do you have brothers? And, I have two sisters. Yeah, and they're around. And uh, they, they right, they're right. Do they um, do they have a shot in your mother's eyes? Oh like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they had their own thing. Well, they were they're great moms, and they had families way before I did. Right. So they they stole uh, the life from there. I wasn't even uh, my mother didn't even see me, me see me get married. Okay. So you know I was always like she was always worried about like in that part of it. It's like is he gonna <laughs> is he gonna settle in or is he just gonna try to tell yuck yucks for money? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for a long time. I mean that's a long period of time. Like you talked about audition tape after audition yeah. tape and sizzle reel that didn't make it. Yeah. I mean you guys didn't make it for a long time. It had how many rejections where you were your sisters like oh, that's our brother. Yeah, he, that's he does this thing. He's an accountant. <laughs> Don't worry. Like, He's got an accountant. He's time. smart. Yeah, yeah. So a it's, lot of people do audition things and get and fail, but I guess they got to remember one more. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always, right. it's always the the next idea that how much how amazing. much bigger is your house now eight years later since before you started? It's a little bit bigger. Yeah, so I just moved. I live in Old Brookville now. You know? Do you really? Old Brookville. That's a good move. Yeah, I lived in. I moved out to the island. Who's the new neighbors? His name is Gatto. <laughs> he must be connected. <laughs> There's a lot of new bushes put up around the privacy fence. Uh, they, uh, yeah, I started in Limbrook and then I came to. Oh, did you? So yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, Joe Gatto, hanging with us from Practical Jokers. Uh, more with Joe in just a minute. Right now, though, we got to get to the roads. Here's Ted. Your BAB Browns Jeep headquarters in Patchogue, Long Island traffic, Long Island Railroad. A few late trains on the Babylon branch this morning. Other than that, though, this morning we're in pretty good shape across the board. One hundred two point three WBAB. Long Island's only classic rock. Roger and JP. It's seven forty. Joe Gatto from uh, Impractical Jokers. Radio in the voice is us. back. Radio <laughs> voice. Here it is. Listen, bro. I can tell you're intimidated. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, you should make and sell 
cut out nipple shirts. Yes. <laughs> that is one of the funniest things. Joe does this, this bit where he went in for a job interview, takes off his sport coat, and the nipples are cut out on his dress shirt. Yeah. And it, it's actually just hilarious. I don't know how you keep a straight face. And that was If I didn't keep a straight face, I would have not have been as successful as it was. I had to really sell that and just make it Absolutely. like it was normal. Yeah. How do you not, because, and this is the thing, we, we've had so many people ask him this, ask him this. How do you not laugh when the guys are in your ear? You get the punishment. They're in your ear, talking to you, telling you what to do. You know, sticking your nose on somebody or something. I mean, sometimes, you know, your face, you, you break just a little bit. Yeah. But how do you not just laugh out loud with the, with the things they're telling you to do? Yeah. You're really good at keeping it. I, I try to keep it together because it always gets funnier for me the more grounded it is. Like the weirder, because I'm good at being really weird, <laughs> you know, so it, it, the weirder you are and the more that you sell that it's normal mm -hmm. is always funnier. So I feel like if I did laugh, I, it wouldn't you be funny. It. Yeah, you it wouldn't be funny. Character. So... I just have a lot of practice at being stupid, I guess. <laughs> if you try to bring the funny home, does your wife just sit there and shut it down right away? All right, funny boy. She does, take out the garbage. She does not like comedy, and she does not watch my show. Really? Stop <laughs> it. I, swear. I love her, though. My daughter loves the show. It's funny. Yeah. No, my, my, she watches it. My wife is very an introvert, and she gets very uncomfortable, so my show is all about uncomfort. Right. So she's like, how do you do that? You know. But then I'll make her watch stuff and sometimes, and she'll get it. And then when she'll see online, when like sometimes, the boys bring her into it or you know yeah. I'm, I may have a conversation about her on air and they'll be like oh it's so funny she's like what'd you say <laughs> mm. how are you guys still pulling it off it's uh how, it's like, a, how are you guys you not because the shows you guys go in and you you sold out the coliseum yeah you know what i'm saying so people the show it's big yeah how are you still guys able to get away with it it's it's a numbers game it just really is if people recognize us we move them along okay you know, but you're in new york city and that helps us so many people you know if half right. the people don't recognize you that means like four million people don't know you so you just have to find the ones that don't know you mm. and you'll be surprised how people think you look like somebody oh. and you'll be like Especially you're able york to city. you'll be able to be like oh no they're like, do i know you and i'm like no yeah. i don't know you and they're like oh you look familiar and then you do the whole thing you're all weird and then it's like okay this guy's just crazy and then they walk away and they're like oh that's it. And then, then I'll know you. Like, we actually put some bits on the show where there was, this blew my mind. We were working at a pawn shop, P-A-W-N. Uh -huh. And we, yeah. we were, this Sal and Q were behind the, uh, counter, this guy comes in and they start doing their weird thing and he goes, do you guys ever see this show in Practical Jokers? And we thought we were blown up. And they're like, oh yeah. He's like, you guys remind me so much of those guys. He's like, have you ever watched it? And so I was like, no, I've never seen it. And he's like, yes. He's like, it's these, these four dummies. They're really funny. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, you know, he's like, uh, he's like, you guys got you guys should watch it. And we're sitting there and it's like, oh, and then, and then me and Mark come out the back and he's like, yeah, I got to show you. And he takes out his phone and he like Googles it and has a picture of them up. And he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, you know, and he's showing him, he's telling him, I was like, yeah, it's on this little network truth. And then me and Murr walk out, and we're like, oh, man, we should watch. And he turns around, and you see his face go from what? And his mind, like, blows. He's like, oh, wait, am I on it right Isn't now? Like, incredible? it's insane. He's on it talking to two of the guys about the show, and he doesn't realize he's on it. Right, so you guys have to keep it at a... If a network wanted to take this thing... They'd have to wrestle it out of True TV. Okay, well, take, well, besides, besides, besides that, it could actually ruin it. Because the yeah. more... Pot, if it got bigger... Yeah. Like, you guys are in a perfect place. Yeah. Yeah, we're in, a, we're in the right spot right God now. Damn, you got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, by accident. Yeah. Late in life, so don't worry about it. Well, you know, not, not by accident, by years of hard work. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it's Trial and like error, what you guys it. do isn't easy. That You know, improv is not easy by any stretch. Yeah. Um, but then to be able to take that, shoot all these episodes, and then go and do tours, yeah. and then boats. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Toys, boats, yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, shows, it boats. Yeah, it's, you know, it's... Uh, you need it's a babysitter? What do you need over there? <laughs> <laughs> <A> pool boy? <laughs> pool boy, I'm on the market. Listen, I got a great nanny. I will, help you, I will help your wife spend your money in a heartbeat. <laughs> She's great at it. <laughs> Joe Gatto from A Practical Joker. So another question uh, someone wanted to ask was, do you prefer being the person with the guys talking in your ear, or do you really like being one of the guys telling one of your buds what they should be doing? No, I like, being, I like being out there. I like being out there. You like being at that Yeah, mercy? I mean, I like being out there because I love... I, making them laugh so hard that they fall down. Like, I love love that. Like, I yeah. love the opportunity to do that. I don't mind the other way, too, because then you're out of the line of fire. But you feel kind of... It depends. Like, if, you go, if you've already gone, if your turn's already happened, mm. it's fine to be back there because I can't get you back. But if you... I normally go last, so I have uh, to, like, be... Because they, they remember. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. When you were, the, were you the kid in the family that made everybody laugh? No, I was total introvert. Super nerd. Growing up, really, yeah. I used to make tests for my dad when he came home from work out of the encyclopedia. Like I was that good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't find comedy till yeah. When did it uh, come out of you? High school. It was. It was a response to bullying, where I was, you know, getting picked on and stuff. And of course, I made, you had to take it to a serious. Place. I made it. Well, to, you were that nerdy a kid. <laughs> Way to yeah. ruin the laugh, yeah. guy. So when I lost my parents. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the second time he took it into a dark hole of serious. <laughs> uh, guys, I know way better to bring serious to this room. Uh, no, it was, it was like I made the I made like the football players laugh and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, this could this could be fun and funny, and then I was like, oh, it's fun to make people laugh. Yeah. And actually, my first Sal made me. I used to eat lunch with Sal, and I used to make him laugh all the time at lunch. And he joined improv before I did the uh, Monsignor Farrell uh, High School group, where mm-hmm. I went to an all boy oh, wow. Catholic high school yeah. improv group, which I know it sounds like a blast. And <laughs> I was like, he was like, you should come, you should come, you should come, and I was like. No, no, no. And he's like, just come. And I was like, all right. So I went, and in the cafeteria, we had this, it was 40 guys from the school and then 40 girls from the sister schools. There and you go. The teachers were like, you know, <laughs> give you a scenario, and you had to do it. And I That's had my pretty forward scene. thinking and risque for a ca- old boys <laughs> Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not, not even, I'm not even talking about the bringing the girls in. No. I'm talking about having the forethought comedy, to, yeah. to let comedy be an outlet for these kids. That's the pretty hand, cool. In the hands of high school kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, I had my first scene there, and it crushed, and I was like, oh, wow, this is fun and funny. And from that moment on, I was like, I then like you to know make you're people good laugh. At it. And I, I liked the, to make people laugh. I like mm-hmm. to make people enjoy themselves. So it just was from there, really. But in high school, I was like, I was on the bowling team. I was on the math team. Like, I was a real, <laughs> real winner. Right. You were really the smaller kid in the locker room That's making it. football players laugh that was and crazy. getting them towels and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I used to, I did this reverse bullying thing where I would knock the books out of the biggest kid's hands and be like, pick them up. And they're like, I'm sorry, Joe. And like, it was like a, it became like a gimmick and it like brought our whole, whole class together. It was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then you went, where'd you go to college? I went to out here, Long Island, CW Post. Me too. Did you? What's up, Toasty? <laughs> Post Toasties. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I went there. 81, 85, a little bit. Just got weird. Was, not too much. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went, uh, I went there, and then I was in, I always loved Long Island, and now it's funny to live by there. Like, I live not too far from, like, Kitchen Cabaret. <laughs> like, I'm going to have a lunch still. Um, but, yeah, I, I lived in, and I always loved Long Island, because it reminded me very much of Staten Island growing up. Yeah. You know, my sister lived out here, and that's what brought me out here in the beginning, because I wanted to be close to her when I had my family. So. And then you're as funny as you are, you major in accounting. Oh, uh, yeah, accounting. Go back to your nerd roots. That's right. That's right. I was, but eventually, uh, the, the comedy wins over. I had three, I have 
three career. This is my third career, finally. <laughs> you know, yeah, I started as an accountant, which brought me to consulting, and I was consulting for six years for uh, like Accenture, which is like a boring, yeah, total boring. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sounds I, good. And then I went to sales. I actually moved to LA to chase the dream to become a screenwriter and director, and I ended up working at Nordstrom. <laughs> oh, Jesus and I fell into sales there, and I right. was in sales for six years, and then what an LA story that is. That's yeah. exactly it. When you're having I used a to bad sell jeans, sold sold jeans to Vince Vaughn. That was my big story. When you're, <laughs> when you're having a bad day. Do you bring up back the the accounting stuff and just look at your bank account and smile and go about your day? Rescue another dog? What the hell? Let's get another one. Yeah. Uh, I just picked up my last one, Pignoli. This one is my. Uh, yeah, I got five dogs now. I, have, again. Five. I have two. I have two, two rescues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got two. Yeah. yeah. I got. Uh, yeah, I got cannoli, spumoni, biscotti, tartufo. <laughs> no way. Pignoli. Yeah. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's phenomenal. And we had. Uh, is your wife uh, Italian? Uh, no, my wife's Lebanese. Oh boy. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, did she not get to name a dog? Uh, well, we had one that was something that Lebanese. looks terrible. <laughs> Falafel. I Come here, cool. falafel. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, <laughs> hummus is a really nice right, right. <laughs> We uh, We had a dog that we named Mishkeen. Because it, yeah. it was like all jacked up. Oh, it had machine. no teeth. The tongue was hanging. I was 14 years old. They don't know. What, they, he's not going to know machine. Yeah, no, machine, machine is like a sad sack. Yeah, machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it means in. It means in. Uh, you yeah. know, when you go into the pizzeria and there's the dog with one eye and <laughs> yeah, yeah, his face, yeah. that's machine. Oh, you got machine. Yeah. Yeah. And means all poor soul. Like in, right. And then in Le in uh, Arabic, mishkini means uh, lonely one or, or like sad wow. one. Or like that. So that was so like the similar. closest we came. Wow, yeah. yeah. So we had machine, but then we also had Zeppeli. That's fantastic. Wow, you're never going to run out of names no, as long as no. you got Italian food. That's it, man. Yeah, I still, I you can't wait for, that. I can't wait for New York cheesecake. You have another kid. Let's name it mozzarella. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're over the line. <laughs> way too much. Uh, we got more with Joe Gatto coming up. He's got a good uh, gig coming up at the space in Westbury. We got to get into that whole thing. And uh, yes, yeah, this, yeah. this, uh, this. this Saturday, right? What yeah. am I crazy? Yeah, this Saturday is yeah. the 17th already. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. going to be out there. Traffic cam live. That yeah. is very cool. All right, more with Joe in a second. Yeah, let's have Ted do the roast. Created? It's like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. It's 102.3 WBAB, Long Island's only classic rock. Roger and JP, uh, 759. Joe Gatto from the Practical Jokers in the studio. And, I mean, when the music plays, I mean, we just don't stop talking. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you're a real, you know, the thing is, you're a real guy. I mean, that's the best part about the four of you being friends since high school and hanging out. Even though you've got all this fame and the Practical Jokers is so big, you guys are still yourselves. Yeah. And, and the, the, well, show, nothing keeps the show you, lets you be yourself. That's right. Nothing keeps you in check more than being with your friends every that's day. That could just like call you out <laughs> yeah. at any moment. Is, is it difficult truth. to do the um, to get everybody to agree on ideas? No, I mean, it's, 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 like you know, we've been doing this show together. We're closing in on twenty years. Yeah, and you hate him, right? You told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Are we you know, like, 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 like a serious all, place you go to? All marriages have their ups and downs. That's right. <laughs> I, I say all the time. Like, I'm, I'm like being married to one guy. You're married to three. I know, married to three. I, and I see, I see them more than I see my wife. Yeah. And you know, it's it's we, we've had all the big discussions and ups and downs. I think that all friendships go through. But right. when it goes creatively, we're in sync for the most part. With this, you know, sometimes people just be more passionate about a joke than others like or uh, an idea to do or whatever more passionate and you we do this thing where we don't get in the way if you're as passionate and i'm not as passionate against it mm -hmm. go get it <laughs> i'm here to help you you know okay you know that's so good. that's that's really the the line we have that's that's the line we tell what's this traffic cam live thing 
So a, he's you're doing a show called Traffic Cam Live. It's going to be at the Space in Westbury this Saturday night. You can get tickets. I guess Ticketmaster and all yep. that good stuff. Yep. But what is is it just a cute like a Q and A kind of thing? Yeah, it's basically I do this I do this web show called Traffic Cam when I'm in traffic on yeah. the LIE driving to work. I'll throw on my uh, <laughs> and, and I'll just answer questions and uh, you know talk, give updates, give my opinion on stuff that nobody's asking for, and then uh, turn on the radio and sing and dance and uh, right. and that's it. So you never really <clears throat> want to turn you don't turn off. No, well I'm bored in traffic. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Right, but you have so many, like, you know, Raj mentioned it before, there's so many creative outputs. At some point, you just got to turn your brain off, no? Yeah, I, I do that sometimes, too. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of hours in the day, but, you yeah. know, it's it's there. I I actually responded to how well people responded to my traffic cam because, like, I heard from people right away. It was like, oh, thanks so much for doing this. It helped brighten my day, and I realized, you know, if, if I'm not on on Thursday and, and I take ownership on trying to make people laugh when they're going through something, right. and I, that's my favorite thing about my job is that I'll get all these stories about, you know, you made me laugh through this and that and whatever, and it's like, I've been there. I've been on that side of it. Right. And I've needed some, to laugh. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So to be able to do that at any moment with the internet is amazing to me, and I was like, oh, this is fun to do, and people respond to it. So it was a little bit addictive. I was like, oh, right. I, could, I could do this for people. And I can and take so. that money on a Saturday night. That's and right. Try, I mean, that's what it's about. I got a mortgage. Right. I mean, you know what? <laughs> I have an upper Brooksville mortgage. Get out there and buy those tickets. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I got five dogs, a wife, two These kids, dogs and an upper feed themselves. You know what my taxes are? <laughs> Gotta get that new fence, guys. Come on out, Saturday night. Joe's version of GoFundMe. <laughs> Up Go on the show. show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is very cool. And no, Now, did you ever think of doing Traffic Cam Live like you're doing on Saturday and opening it up at some point on Facebook Live or however you would want to do it to anybody outside the show? Like, you know, you sell out the room, everybody's there, that's good. But you ever think of opening it up to your fans outside and giving them a peek in? To yeah. what you're doing that night? Yeah, well, uh, the thing is that you want... Then I'd be pissed off I, if I bought I tickets. Bought tickets. No, well, it's, well, some people just can't get there, you know? Right, right. You know, but I, I think to do that would be to take away from the experience that I'm having and everybody in the room is having. It's personal. It's like tongue-in-cheek like I'm in traffic. Like, you know, so it's kind of like yeah, I'm yeah. putting on a show yeah, there. That's true, that's true, deal. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind, you know, and... I'm always out there anyway for you know for free for people to see anyway. So I think it'd be true. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of double edged sword. That when way. you bring the shows on the road, whether it's this or Practical Jokers yeah. Live or whatever, do you get neurotic over ticket sales? No, not at all. No, huh? people come out to see. Don't us even worry about people it. there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, people. It, yeah, it's, it's funny. I'm so psychotic <clears throat> that we could have we could be doing a show and it's sold out for whatever it is, and if there are twelve empty seats in the whole venue. <laughs> And I'm like, why didn't these pricks buy tickets? <laughs> well, we, we always laugh when there's a, like a section that's empty, and we're always like, where are these people? And then there's people in the back, <laughs> what I call the Groupon section. Right. They're hanging out in the back, and I'm like, right. you can come up. Come here. Come sit right here. These people didn't come. Nobody wants these right, tickets, right. so we'll bring right. people from the back to put in. Did everybody suddenly start vomiting two hours ago and couldn't come <laughs> to the show? Go. How did they a huge bus accident. What happened? Yeah. Why are these people here? I was wondering that. Yeah. yeah we, no, we, I get nuts. Yeah, we, we you know, people... We come from, like I told you, the improv show background yeah. where we literally have had shows where there have been two people in the audience. Right. And it was like, okay, we have to put on a show on. There's four of us, so we have to make half a person laugh. I mean, <laughs> right. so it's basically, you come from that. So I, I think it's fine to put on, you know. The, and that didn't crush you when you had, you know, two or ten people in the audience when you expected 80 or 100. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't that crush your soul? It does a little. Yeah. But you get over it? You get over and, it. Well, now you, you don't have to get over anything. That's you guys what, just hang a shingle and people show up. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it is. Right? You don't have a, to I never anymore. understood how the bands that used to sell out stadiums that are now doing, like, clubs, I'm like, I can never... 
Yeah, I could backwards. never do like I mm-hmm. could never do that. It's like why would I Mor- don't know mortgages? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, man, I guess so. It comes down Long to Long Island taxes. Uh, yeah, and a mortgage. Bill. Fans of fans doesn't matter how many are there though. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, that's, that's if you if you're a performer and you like doing what you're doing. Yeah, so that's a good attitude right there. You see that? I don't have that. I'm not, <laughs> I don't even know if I have that. I'm that's not. Hel- good. I'm not a healthy man. You want a hug? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> and he just had acupuncture yesterday. Yeah. Did you? Would have been relaxed. He went to act. Yes. Started tripping out. It was great. <laughs> Did you go to a real acupuncturist? Yeah. I feel like you stood in the bar and let somebody throw darts at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I walked in there yesterday. He goes like, oh, "What are we working on?" I go, "Just throw a dart." <laughs> everything. We're working on everything. <laughs> everything hurts. Well, Joe Gatto from Practical Jokers. He is live this Saturday night at the Space in Westbury. Tickets are available now for his uh, his Q and A thing. Fun time. Fun Come time. On out. It's a good live. traffic cam live show, yeah, awesome. and it's going to be. Uh, uh, another it'll sell out quick. Well, I got the so. tickets that are left. It's yeah, honestly, right. not that many left. <laughs> because uh, you don't want him focusing on the empty chairs. Trust me, it's yeah. a miserable existence. <laughs> I don't want to know where that one person is. Right. <laughs> don't be that one person. Right, right, right. Hey, thanks for being here. Hey, you guys are great. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, great to have you on. And uh, thanks for what you do for, with the rescue dogs and stuff. I know a lot of people like that. That's another thing you have where it's like, oh, like how, you're the most likable person. <laughs> you have most, all these things. You're funny. Most, you know, they love why are you, you saying guys. that with such and contempt? Now, <laughs> now they love you even more because you rescue. Is that a plant? You rescue dogs too. Most people do that stuff when they're scumbags in real life. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Trying to set it off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a scale. <laughs> That's great. We'll keep doing what you're doing. Love it. Thank you, guys. There's uh, Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers. Here's Ted with the Roads. Your VAB Browns, Chief Headquarters in Patchogue, Long Island traffic. Still dealing with a little bit of fog in spots this morning. The Long Island Railroad still with some late trains on the Babylon branch. This is all because of delays caused by an earlier train with equipment trouble.